Every time I um I'm like thinking I finally think of a like an errand I should run. Mm-hmm. I offer the wife to come along and we take all the kids and we end up doing that. Oh, uh, so the because they the need to get out too. Right, yeah. So it's just like, dude, this car does not get driven, man. <laughs> Which is fine, but Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely itching. Uh the last time we drove it shit was Riverside, huh? And I was still on the OEM wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was the last long drive on it. Yeah, and it wasn't really even that long. No. Yeah. That was a long drive, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a long drive for, for on those tires. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Damn. <laughs> I know, dude. And that the traffic that day sucked. Yeah, that, that made it worse. That made it a lot worse. And I had Franco, so I held back a, a lot. I would have been more. He told me you were revving it pretty high. I, I am. I am. But that's just kind of normal for me. Kind of normal. Driving. To rev your cars high. Yeah, because it's it's a V it's a VTEC engine. I'm so gonna, you want to keep it up there? I usually do. So what do you like slowly get it up there to be careful when you have a passenger or do you or or maybe you just don't think you're actually driving that hard? No, I but definitely would. I would. I would shift at like lower RPMs occasionally. Uh huh. If I was driving it hard, I wouldn't even occasionally be. Where do you it. Where do you shift normally? If I'm just going to work, yeah. and I'm not trying to get into VTEC 4K because VTEC's uh, close well, to six. Like your ideal driving, where are you shifting? Ideal aggressive or ideal just daily driving? I mean your number or, your number one style, which I would assume is aggressive. Oh, my number one style is granny shifting, 3K, 4K. That, but that's not your preferred style. Or that's it not is, my preferred. It's just usually right, where that's I what go. I mean, right? What's your preferred? My preferred style? in an aggressive state is getting into VTEC, getting into VTEC, getting into VTEC. Which is or 6K, like, five oh, to 6K, okay. five and a half, 6K, somewhere around there for this car. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the same thing for me. For, yeah, for both of the cars, the E36 and the E92. Yeah, getting into VTEC, like German VTEC. In yeah, my case, yeah, Vanos. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> getting the Vanos. Yeah, so same six thousand. Yeah, yeah, but if it's just to work or just to the grocery store, I might do a pull to VTEC once. But yeah, but more, you're like cruising it. Yeah, because I'm in, I have a second thing to uh, appreciate and I'll enjoy is the convertible. There. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. right? You're, you're so I don't need to drive aggressively to enjoy the drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a yeah. way, yes. That's like California dreaming. A thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> As a Midwesterner, yeah. that's a thousand percent. And I haven't even taken it to the beach. You have. I have not. Oh, you have not. I have not. Oh man, you're gonna need to get a deep V. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a DB t-shirt some really colorful asian sunglasses oh, for sure yeah yes. yeah spike and, up my hair yeah and like a gucci fanny pack or there something. you go yeah there you go and yes. then and then roll through the beach in your yes, s2000 exactly welcome to 91 octane welcome, i am welcome. john i'm randy and on today's episode uh as always we go under the hood uh question each other on hot lap then I've got some E36 updates. I've got some stuff to tell you and some help that I need, Randy. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also going to the gatekeepers coming back with a little bit of a different style on gatekeepers. But sure. we'll attack it how we usually do. You brought up the topic this week, to rice or not to rice, Indeed. which I have no idea what it is yet. Yes. I have a sort of uh, inkling, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, my topic for the week, sub or dub, which we'll get into once we get there. Absolutely. Uh, but first, I'll start with kind of the topic we were just talking about before mm-hmm. I introduce this. Um, I, I like there's one particular area on the on-ramp, you know, coming from my house to yours, yes. getting on the on-ramp. There's a long stretch of just straight. I think you know which, Under which entrance the freeway, it is. right? It runs- uh, no, it goes over. Okay, yeah, it goes okay. Over, coming onto the freeway, and I hit I hit eighty two hundred every time <laughs> through through third gear, Ooh. getting on getting on that freeway. So today, I actually go into the gas station that's there and wait for the lanes to clear. And then I'll line up <laughs> at the red light <laughs> just to get a little bit of fun, you know? Yeah, just to that clean makes out sense. the carbon deposits. There you know you what go. I mean? That's a good way to do it. <laughs> Screwy foam. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I do th- I do it this time. I go the third. By the time I get into the freeway, I've already slowed down to about eighty between eighty and eighty five by the time I actually need to merge. Mm-hmm. That's how long it is. Uh-huh. Um and I get in and I'm go maybe I'll go a hundred meters before I notice CHP right behind me. I'm <gasps> like, ah, oh, crap! <laughs> Were dude. you beyond the speed limit a little bit? Oh boy! Okay. Oh yeah. Need to I save. mean, I uh, I don't know, and I um, I know. Okay, but I was <laughs> yeah. across. I was over enough to be scared at this very moment. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, damn. So I'm just gonna stay at the speed that I'm at. Motorcycle like or eighty uh, SUV. SUV. So I'm um, right on your tail. No, so they're they're. I would say maybe f- thirty to forty meters back. Okay, car different cars in between or no? No cars in between. Okay. No cars in between. So that's when I see them. I had like my initial D like moment. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your bumper. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm I'm just gonna stay at eighty. That's where traffic is going. I'm just gonna kick it here. Lights come on. <gasps> I'm like, ah. Damn it, man. And this motherfucker knew, but for some reason he gave me a pass because from from the meters that he was back, he jams the gas and he's coming at me with the lights on and then just cuts like two lanes. Okay. Cuts into another lane and pulls over another SUV that had merged into the carpool lane. I didn't see how many people were in that car, but I'm assuming it was a carpool violation. Oh. And that saved my ass, dude. Or the guy just wanted to troll me because he knew. Right. You know, he right, knew. Right, and, right. and I, oh my God, dude. My legs were gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want this ticket. Oh, I don't want this man. ticket. Yeah. Wow. So that was my adventure coming to your house right now. But let's get into other under the hood and cover some headlines. Randy, you want to go first? Sure. So Chinese car makers are trying to make a break into the markets. Okay. There was an article I read this week, a blog post about how they basically have no chance. Right. Because you need a dealer um, structure, even though Tesla doesn't have one. You do need like service. Right. Of some kind. Yeah. But um, the quality is perceived to suck. Chinese yeah. cars. Right. Right. The American perception on that. But I was going to ask you, at one point in time, Korean cars were in the same boat. Right. Kia and Hyundai. Yes. So does that technically mean that Chinese cars could break into our market and add to the saturation or not? What is your thoughts? Well, there's also a political element with that. Um, That's true. We didn't hate or we weren't enemies of Korea. Right. We're allies. Right. That's true. That's actually a good point. So there's already that working against them. Mm -hmm. And then two. Yeah, they could break in. 
But look at what Kia and Hyundai had to do, right? They yes. had to hire like BMW level designers, Audi, Audi level designers. That's true. Um, they had to give a hundred thousand mile warranty, say that. right? Ten year, hundred thousand. Yeah, they're the first like manufacturers only. Here to do, or only to do that. I don't know if any others do them now. I, I, no, no, and so they don't still, anymore, right? No, I think they still do. Do they still? Yeah, give I think that? they still do. Yeah. Oh, or, wow. or maybe not, but I'm pretty sure they still do. Um, and and they kept it going even through, like you know. They broke through like in 2010, Korean cars broke through Mm -hmm. and now they're seen sort of on par ish with Honda. Right. I would say so. I would absolutely. Yeah. My dad likes uh, appreciates uh, Hyundai and Kia. I mean, it's hard not to. They do have quality cars. Remember, he's the JDM guy through Toyota only. Yeah. Yeah. Through and through. So, yeah, it's, it's a surprise. Yeah. But the Sonata and the Elantra. Of those that 2010 era, yeah, I liked the Elantra a lot at that time. Right. If it wasn't, if it was sportier, like if they had a GT at the time, yeah, I probably might have considered it. Like an Elantra N, though, you know. Oh, the, especially an N, but yeah. they didn't have that at the time. Right, but they're coming out. Yes, you know, soon. Yeah, so. indeed, indeed. But I mean, yeah, I think. But then also look at what happened to, you know, Fiat. Yes. Right where. They had no real reason. They messed it up while they were here, but prior to that, they had no real reason to fail, right? They had quality cars. Italian cars don't have your reputation for being bad, you know. Well, the the acronym for Fiat in the car the car world is "Fix It Again," Tony. Really? That's from the eighties. Yes. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. yes. Okay, so maybe that was working against it too. Maybe, and uh, I don't know that their cars are of a high... uh, They may be of okay quality. Yeah, but another thing that's actually benefiting China and giving them the advantage here is that American car manufacturers are getting rid of their small cars. That's true. Right? That's actually a good point. So if they have an EV edge, you know, Uh if they come and fill that small car market... Sure. If they get on board with the performance-oriented folks and maybe get into racing, yeah, I mean that's sort of the recipe to be successful here. I think race all, all yeah. those things, right? Um, and then and then you obviously have to make some concessions in terms of warranty, right? And, pr- maybe, or pri- and pricing, and oh, pricing for sure. Hyundai and Kia were always a better val- a dollar value. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. They were yeah. definitely in the dollar menu. Oh, aisle yeah, and, and and because of that, you forgave a lot of the deficiencies. Yes, ugly interiors, you know, poor right workmanship. Yes, uh, because it was just so cheap. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's kind of but you know, China made flip a one eighty and bring in. You know, K900 level cars, like luxury level cars. I have never seen a K900 on the road. They're all oh, me either. <laughs> I've only seen one in a showroom. Yeah. In yeah. a Kia showroom when I bought my Rio. Uh-huh. Since then, never seen one on the road. I've, and I don't even know how much those but are. But also, they're not, they're, I would, 40? No, I think they're 50, 60. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Jeez. And I will say for what they are. It's sure. not a lot of money. Yes. It's but like it is a Kia. It's like seven series levels. Right. Shit, and it right? was still 2013, 14 when they were coming out. Yes. 
LeBron had a commercial with that. Oh, that's car, right. right? Yeah. That's how we knew about yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not because we desired that it. That was another big thing for them. The NBA. The oh, NBA. And Blake, your boy oh, Blake, Blake Griffin, dude. Jumped oh, over that man. shit. They're, yeah. Even yeah. all the commercials, the commercials were hilarious. W- besides the time. hamster one, which what? what the, the Blake Griffin commercials. All the Blake Griffin commercials for the Kia I'd have Optima. To, I'd have to see it again. Oh, you got to look them up, dude. Yeah. They're pretty funny. So. Yeah. It's. I think all that helped them out, and I mean, although China has a big influence in the NBA, yes, tensions have risen there too. Yeah, you know, the, between the Rockets and China, that's so. Yeah. So right now, I don't know. I don't you know don't if see they. That China, I don't, I don't Chinese... know. I think it, it's very hard for them. They'd have mm-hmm. to invest a lot. I see. And I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's something they want to take on because. I'm sure they're doing fine back their home. Own, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they don't like they don't have the restrictions back there back that there we do here. here. Cause I mean, I've, I watched a documentary. I forget what the name of it is, but it's a glass company that operates in China and they have a warehouse here in the United States and the warehouse here in the United States. They're like, they, they can't understand the executives, the Chinese executives yes. visiting from China I, can't I, fathom the american OSHA. worker right yeah. osha yeah right the, yes. the, the different requirements that yes. they have for di- disposing a glass and treating workers right not Pollution. being able to work overtime yeah, you know, yeah. pulling doubles yes uh yeah. you know pulling people away from their families that is like that's something that's normal to them and they come here and they're like what the fuck? eight hours a day yes that's a break like <laughs> you know so there's a, i think culturally there's also a big difference but sure you know who knows who knows? Well, I, we'll I, I think it'd be really hard. I think I don't give them a good chance. I wouldn't bet on them. I wouldn't them. either because just the products that come out of there from Alibaba's and Ebay's and Ghetto Amazon's, yeah. all the fakes. That's the yeah. I heard Alibaba. Alibaba was the AWS of China, Amazon okay. Web Services yeah. of China. That blew my mind because every time I see that site, it's like cancer. So I'm like, <laughs> I didn't realize that it was it was so it was so big, you know. Well, there's a big demand over there. Yeah, there for is. For those services. So yeah. maybe, yeah, that, that's what it is. Damn. But let's get into the next headline. Honda continues to push the Type R into JDM Legend class. They do, huh? Oh, my God, dude. They do. Like, like Toyota was, like, shoving the Supra down our throats. Yes. The Type R came in quietly. But it's just slowly been... It's like a like a champ. It's sort of like the initial D progression of Takumi, right? Sure, sure, right? sure. Right, like sure, slowly sure. getting into legendary status, one race at a time, and they just broke the Suzuka circuit record for front wheel drive cars. I saw that beating the Renault uh, McGann McGann RS, or whatever, yeah, yeah, by half a second. With this, and this is the Civic Type R limited edition. Yes, but the only difference is that it's forty six pounds lighter. And it's different yellow. tires, and it's yellow, Phoenix yellow, which we're getting. I heard, yeah, in yeah. that article. Oh, uh, so I mean, it's. Uh, I think um, if even if they don't continue doing these things, they've proven so much by taking this car to the to the limit. You know, something that you you don't see Toyota doing this with the Supra. You know, you don't see. I mean, is it is it because they haven't tried? Is it because they're not number one? You know, like. The Type R did I'm all per- of the things right. I mean, the looks are questionable. Yeah, depending on taste. But I, I, based on this, I forgive those looks. Like it's right. It's it's it took me a while to realize that the car performs as wildly as it looks. That's fair. Yeah, yeah that's fair. And yeah. I I personally like the looks. Yeah, yeah. I like Gundam. That's why. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't like the interior. Yeah, 
personally. But uh, yeah, they live up to the hype. They've lived up to the oh, hype for sure. Period. And some, and some. And I think that's that was the key. Yeah. Whereas Supra just didn't. Yeah, or they haven't really demonstrated in that way, right? R- well, the, not giving us a manual. Oh, that too. It's yeah. kind of a snobby, yeah. like whatever to the purists. Yeah. That's what I would say about that. But I mean, I, th- I think this is insane for the, for the Type R, and this is going to do wonders for Type R owners in yeah. terms of retaining their value. Absolutely. Uh, because, I mean, the, the Type R is faster through the Suzuka circuit than the Ferrari F40. Shit, yeah. A car that costs less than $40,000. That is amazing. And it's front-wheel drive. And it's front-wheel drive, yes. And it's front-wheel drive. I mean, that's, that's a, an amazing feat of engineering. Yeah, um, I, I I thought that was an incredible headline, and I'm sort of like, you know what? I think I'm gonna need to own a Type R at <laughs> some point in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this generation, I need to try one because we 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 drove one and we didn't feel super enthusiastic about it afterwards. That's right. But there has to have been something wrong with that car if this is how it performs yeah I mean, and it could be a, a user error situation user but. well we only had hours you had a day i had hours yeah an hour and really i only had the same time that you did other than driving there and, and back and back uh because i only drove it hard in those mountains and, ah. but uh but yeah i don't know that's uh i think this is this is getting up there in terms of cars that i want it like it sort of took the focus rs's seat it did? Yeah, yeah, sort of. I'm not quite sure. There's a teeter-totter that they're both on. Well, if you are, if you can argue the head gasket issue of the Focus RS versus right. the Type R, which it hasn't had that kind of an issue. Right. Uh, you could say something about that, right? Or that oh, could be sure. a strong oh, argument oh, for, sure. yeah. for the Type R. Honda knows four-cylinder engines. They do. Uh, Ford doesn't. Although you know, other than the head gasket issue, they 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 it's, it's they've a done good okay. Engine. Yes, yeah, they've, done, they, they've figured true. it out at this point because it's a Mustang. It's a Mustang engine too. Yeah, but I mean, even not considering that, you know, like I mean, there the RS did great when it was around, right? But it mm-hmm. hasn't been around. It, it won't be around anymore. It was only around for three years. Yeah. Um, and this Type R is just the 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 moniker Type R is back. It is for the new generation. Yes. Right. It, it's like. Super's got a way to go to live up to the super name, mm-hmm. right? That was mm-hmm. sort of the 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 mission that the new Type R had, the new Honda Civic Type R had, and now it's fulfilled it. It has. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's actually yeah. a very valid point. Cuz to your point, Supra hasn't any doesn't have any hasn't proven to have any clout yet on no. the tracks with yeah. the times. Yeah. Um I mean, Steph winning anything. Papadakis took one to a 1000 horsepower. Sure, but, but with enough I mean, money you can do that with anything. Yeah, almost, and it's right? like crazy built, you know. It yes. isn't like the old 2JZ builds where it was hardly know, anything. Yeah, hardly you got anything. like 600. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So um I'm 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 interested. You're a believer. I'm a believer for of sure. The type I'm R. a believer. So next headline Randy. Uh the okay, so there's another car company mm-hmm. that's trying to seek entry or sell like a special edition of their car and that's Rolls-Royce with the crypto version of their Rolls-Royce Wraith where the interior has like matrixy style like illuminated like design uh the uh the roof has like the uh, it has the lights 
but I think it's a little bit different. It's got like an encrypted code embedded in some of the patterns of the design too. In interior, just nerd shit. Wait, so it's got it's it's like cryptocurrency related, like blockchain related? Kind of like they're they're making it like coded looking, like matrixy looking on the interior. Okay, and I I don't know if they named it such. Um, but just it's called the Rolls Royce Wraith Cryptos Collection. <laughs> they're trying to steal somebody's bitcoins, dude. They yes. want all your bitcoins. They're trying to get uh, money from the rich Bitcoin guys yeah. or gals and try to sell them 50 of these cars. They're air quotes limited edition. And I wonder if they I wonder if they come with like cuz with the blockchain you get a, you know, a public key, a private key to access your account none of that john so no i'm get i'm guessing maybe the public key is what they stitch into the interior no it's like a um it's like an encoded thing kind of like a a secret puzzle that the cia might use to send a a secret message to each other in the so you have to figure it out well it's it's somebody already did i believe yes (laughs) okay yes all right well that wasn't too hard yeah pretty dumb right yeah yeah that's true. That's horrible. What I the, know. What a weird gimmick. And if they add another, like, what, 50K to the price plus, you know, dealer markup. Right. Again, just They're trying to, to make appeal. collectible items. Coll- yes. Collectible gimmicks. Yes. Oh, my God. Are you God. a believer in that with this example? I'm a believer that it works. Ah. But I'm not a believer that. It'll hold value that and it, anybody will give a fuck in 20 years. Yeah, or that I personally give a fuck, you know. But it, I, I think there will be people people now that buy it and the only reason i believe that is because at one point in my life people believed that teletubbies were going to be a source of wealth in the future or uh uh not teletubbies uh teeny teeny babies what are those little you don't remember those little uh electronic toys no they were like little little they weren't stuffed or plush bears but they were god what were they called well, Teletubbies was one. Not Teletubbies. Not the not that show. It was uh, T. Oh, t- uh, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Beanie, babies. Beanie Babies. Yeah. Those damn things, man. And so if there's a community of. If there's a community of people that would buy into that. I think there's somebody with Bitcoin that'll buy into <laughs> into this. The cryptos, Rolls Royce Wraith cryptos. Anyways, uh, next next headline. So, um, we're having problems with the new Chevy Corvette. We are. Yeah. So there have been multiple complaints to the NHTSA uh, about the car um, that they are flipping their frunks. So they're opening while getting driven while dr- while being driven um no cause has been found yet wow but there have been multiple complaints that owners are flipping their lids in a chevy corvette mm. and this for me it's like i've always i've always believed with anything be it cars be it computers anything that i'm buying i don't want to buy the first generation mm. i don't want to be the part of the initial buyers i agree um, because you just don't know, right? Like you don't know what problems are going to come up. E two M three rod bearing issue, mm-hmm. right? 
E36 M3 oil pump nut issues. So you're the first gen E92 is what you're saying. The yeah, but I've waited. I know and you right? fixed it. Yeah, but yeah. you you is there was there two gens where they actually fixed that? Well, there was the OEM a, fixed that. Uh they no? they tried. Oh, they tried. They tried, but it was it didn't really make a difference. Okay. Who knows, right? It could be that all these shops are kind of perpetuating that idea to generate money. Yeah. But from what it seems like they're still not they still need to be serviced. Okay. They will still need to be serviced. Okay. Other examples of um well the head gasket failure. The head gasket with the RS, right? The RS. I mean that that happened. So mm -hmm. it's now what else are we going to find with the Chevy Corvette, you know, about some of these different issues that are going to come up? Uh Well, I'll say with the Type R, there's an overheating issue on the track. Apparently, I did hear about that too. So that's why the second gen they opened up the bumper even more to get more air in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you want the at least the second gen bumper, yeah, or an OE up uh, aftermarket bumper, right? So if you're a first gen, you're gonna have to make that adjustment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jeez, yes. Ah oh, man, but next headline, Randy. Oh, that was it for me. Oh, that was it. So <laughs> I got one more piece before we go into the hot lap. Sure. And um, this is sort of a mini segment that I'm coming coming up with, and it's sort of a little bit more serious. But some things I find out are get a little frustrating, and okay. this is sort of related. So the mini segment is called "You've Been Unfollowed." You've been unfollowed. You've been unfollowed. Yep. And uh, I've written this out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read it. And you might be aware, might not be aware. I'm probably not aware. Fuck Petrolicious. Oh, yeah. I know. Fuck Afshin Benia. Yeah. And fuck racism, dude. The once curator of fancy videos of rich guys, uh, rich guys cars, right, mm -hmm. has stepped down as CEO of Petrolicious. And this yeah. is because he couldn't keep his damn mouth shut about the racist things he wanted to spew. Yeah. And he likened Black Lives Matter to domestic terrorists. I saw that. Right. And l let's stay here for, for a bit. Like, read a fucking history book, dude. Yeah. You know, like, educate yourself. Like, systematic oppression has re resulted in civil unrest as far back as the 18th century. Yes. Right? Since the country started. Since it, Right. So the country was founded in 1776. Yes. In 1791, there was a Whiskey Rebellion. Right. Opposing okay. opposing tax on whiskey. Right. Yeah. So they sent out marshals to collect on brewers or distillers in yeah. this case. And 500 individuals revolted. And it was a riot. Right. Because they just didn't want to be, be taxed. Right. And it was a new government at the time. Yeah. Fine. One example. Right. That's not related to this. But let's list some things that this guy needs to look up. Right. Mm. You are you aware of the antebellum South? I don't know what that word means, but I know it Lady means before antebellum. war. So before the Civil War, it's the er period in oh, the, um, okay. of American history before the Civil War. They call it that. They call it that the antebellum South. Um, oh, okay, and that was a, a huge period of of prosperity, majority driven by slave, slave labor, labor, right? And they got nothing. The slaves did. Right. They got nothing, yeah, from that, right? The slaves didn't, right? In 1865, the KKK is founded yeah. with the sole purpose of oppressing people. Because they're right? all freed. Yeah, but exactly, right? Mm -hmm. And they're even oppress oppressing supporters. Yes. That this sounds, it's 1865, and it's things that are still occurring now. Yes. Right? Uh, lynchings, right? 1,297 lynchings of white people, right? That happened. 
almost triple the amount with 3,300 lynchings of black people. Okay. During that same period, right? And this was all through the you know 1800s, moving to the 1900s. Uh, legislation passed against black people, right? Now let's talk with two different examples. Emmett Till, are you familiar with mm-hmm. the Emmett Till story? 1955, yes. he flirted with a white lady, uh, and he was killed as a result. With everyone involved acquitted. Yes. In 2011, James Craig Anderson was lynched, and I by and this is in 2011, mm-hmm. right? By an 18 year old uh, with his friends, and he got 50 years. Uh, the other two got 18 and a half and seven years. Okay. Wouldn't you be mad, right? Yeah. After right. hearing all this, right? And I, I'm not saying I'm not encouraging violence. I'm not encouraging destruction. But come on. Yeah. Right. This has been a, a systematically oppressive system for so long, and it's still occurring. And that's what I don't get. How you can share these type of ideas right how you can call these a whole a black lives matter movement domestic terrorists fine point at specific people that are destroying things but you're trying to discredit a movement right for equal rights and he's not even was he born here i don't know i didn't bother looking up looking him background no no not at all dude not at all but that wasn't enough he posts another thing that says, do unborn black lives matter? <laughs> right? And he's talking about... Aborted babies? Or? Exactly, right? Because okay. the liberals are normally oh, pro-choice. Right. Right? So he's, right. he's trying to antagonize the movement again, right? Aye. The same people he's accusing of domestic terrorists are over here trying to incite violence. Right? That's what that is, causing conflict. Yeah. Right? creating divisive situations and yeah he he made a statement a halfway apology did you read it no oh yeah i did yeah well no i read the step down letter uh the, i didn't read oh the, okay before that it. he had posted something else we didn't nobody knew that he was going to step down um and, and you know people are fighting for their rights and he's going against it he's the one in the wrong here clearly right he understood I, that eventually and i just think he i really hope that this leads to a period of adjustment for him. Well, you know, it probably a, will. A great period of growth. But I wouldn't consider that brand to even be a household name. Not at all. My parents don't know that him. My wife doesn't know I would, that I would brand. say within the car culture, they're a, a they, pretty big name. They're right? like, they're, a, I would call them like bring a trailer. In that the right. car enthusiasts know about it, but not much else. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, right? yes, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. I, I agree. I okay. agree. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, like you, you have a pretty big platform now. Yes. You know, like well, they did. Oh, they. Well, yeah, exactly. They <laughs> yeah. did. Now, not so more. So not anymore. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I, I do wish him the best. I wish he gets educated. But like, bro, like really take the time to to for some introspection. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, you've been unfollowed. Uh, yeah, I was. It was immediate for me. You're frustrated. Was, yeah, yeah, that was that was very frustrating. That was very I, frustrating. I've actually felt like I've watched all the Petrolicious videos I wanted to watch. I the mean, two or three JDM ones that they did, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a big thing there, but you know, it's it's def- definitely not. I'm not ready to support them. You yep. know, and even if he stepped down, like I'm, I'm sorry, like mm-hmm. that's that's he'll probably still be involved in some way. For Absolutely, a while. of course. But wanted to get that off my chest. Now that it's off the chest, we can move on to the hot lap. Indeed. And for today's hot lap, I'm going to start. I've got a bit of a long one here. I found this uh, this 
article that said the 10 JDM cars that will skyrocket in value that you can buy for cheap. Yeah. You saw this. I did. I want to go through the list one by one, and okay. I just want you to say yes or no. Sure. All right. Third gen Honda Prelude. Mm. Skyrocket in value. <coughs> no. Seventh gen Toyota Celica GTS. No. <laughs> no. I owned one. Acura no. RSX Type S. Yes. Really? Yes. I disagree with you on that one. Okay. Infinity G35. No. I agree. Mazda Miata NB. No. Agree. Mitsubishi Lancer Rally Art. <sighs> Mitsubishi Rally Art. Detuned Evo engine. Yeah. Smaller turbo. Smaller turbo. 260 plus horsepower. WRX Fighter. Mm, no. Agree. Subaru Legacy 2.5 GT. That's the Spec B one, right? Yes. Yeah, the, the Legacy GT Spec B. Yes. Okay. I agree with you on that one. Lexus SC300. Skyrocket? Mm, I think they've plateaued. So, no. Yes, I'm with you. But they are high. They're pricey. Uh, the manuals are pricey. Right. Like, But I think they're pricey like the S2K is. Yes, that's absolutely yeah. correct. They're still <laughs> affordable. Pricey. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Nissan 300ZX. Yes. Yes. You, you agree there? I agree there. But that one was a hard one for me. Okay. Honda Civic Si. And the the, the, the way EM1 they one specifically, yeah, right? the way they yes, the EM one, the one they justified it was based on that bring a trailer fifty thousand dollar one, which I think is a total outlier, and I'm, it was not going to happen again. If there is such thing as a bell curve, for those of you that don't know stats, that basically means all of the EM ones ever built. That was the only one that was that low. Oh, miles. for sure, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make it onto the graph. No, because no. It's, every kid that could afford one beat the fuck out of it. It's discarded data. Oh, yeah, exactly. that's true. Exactly. Uh, yes. Discarded data is the right word. Uh, nobody garage queened that bitch. Nah. Not nah. the way that the Type R was garage queened. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Amongst our, our yeah. generation, right? That car was beat on. That was, car was beat the fuck out. So I would say that's just an outlier and no. I think it's hit peak. Yeah. So out of that whole list, maybe two. We only disagreed on the RSX. Yes. But... I mean, e even considering that, even just forget about the disagreements. They they listed ten cars that of which maybe two, and I wouldn't even say skyrocket for those cars. Yeah, you know, like sky skyrocket well, is like. Well, they didn't define skyrocket. Yeah, but I mean, you you know, go up in value is probably what I would have used. And, right. then, and then it makes sense, right? They'll go up a little bit, maybe even a thousand dollars. If they're saying fifty thousand dollar outliers, yeah, maybe because like. For the SC300, if you found the manual, yeah. low miles, that could get you into the 30s, 40s. But, Ooh, I so mean, skyrocket in value, I don't think, I don't think uh, outliers are implied there. That's the thing. I mean, if they're using the EM1 as the example of, of a skyrocket in value, yeah. super low miles, then you could probably... In that case, maybe, yeah. You could argue that for most of those cars. I wouldn't say all of them. Because I don't think Mitsubishi has enough of a following that... I think even a rally art with, like, you know, 2,000 miles would do well. Yeah, exactly. But you know? there isn't a big fan base like the Subi crowd who right. will, like, you know, for the Spec B, they'll be all over that. The third-gen Prelude, though? 
I don't know why that's even on the list. Uh, same. Other than pop up lights. And you laughed at the Celica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. The Celica is not happening. I don't even know what made them think that that car would be on that list. Oh my god. Because it Lotus used the same engine, maybe, but that engine never got the clout that the K series with the RSX did. Yeah. I don't so that's know. why there's no following for the car. Um, it's maxed out. You can't make it any faster, really, without a ton of money. It's just not not an engine, not a platform for any sort of following Damn. for the Celica. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next hot lap, Brandy. Next hot lap. Iconic colors for your favorite two car brands. For my favorite two car brands. Which, let's just call it BMW and Kia or Hyundai. Uh, Dakar Yellow. Dakar Yellow. Yeah, Dakar Yellow. Um iconic e36 color um over um uh estoro blue 100 percent, dude oh, are you kidding me easily <laughs> easily really oh yeah dude estoro blue is great i'm not gonna i'm not saying that it's a bad color yeah i would totally love an estoro blue car yes but yeah dakar yellow for me wins it 100 percent. okay 100 percent. Okay. yeah for kia um is there one yet i don't think there is no right yeah i don't think there is i think they still have very generic colors yeah they haven't their none of their cars has jumped out as the car with the clout like they haven't had a stinger nah. gt no nah. that's gotten to that echelon yet no nah. the ends are it could be that i don't know there there probably are some limited edition colors or so sure that are trying to get into that iconic space mm -hmm. but none that i would recognize what makes dakar yellow iconic for bmw for you um i think it's just a rarity thing okay a rarity thing and it's a you know, the E36 was an affordable sports car. Yes. Right. Um, and it was still pricey, but it was still in the like high 30s, low 40s range. Yes. When the E36M came out. Mm -hmm. And there's this really bright yellow color that's rare on top of it. So it just became a car that's like everybody wants a car that's a bit loud, mm -hmm. but also the colors appropriate for the car. Right. And it worked. For the mm. E36M, uh, M3. So, so that yellow is the rare color for the E36 then? Yes. Be, yeah, it's that. And uh, I mean, even Techno Violet is a little more common. Uh, I think after that, it's really just... Is that a purple, the violet? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a, okay um, that. I think I think the only thing rarer would be the uh, lightweight. Oh. Which is not really a color, right? right. It's just it's the a car full package. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So I have to hunt me down a Dakar Yellow E36. Oh, dude, they're so expensive. <laughs> Are they? They're so expensive. Yeah, they come at more like than twenty. Yeah, they, oh. they're probably that's probably where they're at. At like hundred k miles. hundred k miles, like twenty something. Yeah, maybe if wow. you find somebody that doesn't know what they have, maybe like you under twelve. If you're you know, super, lucky. if you're super lucky. But most, you're probably going to be hitting 15 to 20 for most oh, of those okay. in good condition. Right. Yeah. They're, right they're, I mean, the whole community kind of likes them. Yeah, indeed. But Next. that's the hot lap. Let's move into our topics for the week. The E36 updates. I have slowed down significantly, man. It's that it's heat. killing me. That it's heat the heat. Wave, the COVID. And, and a little bit of poor planning. But let, let's start with 
what I sold. So I sold the ra- the old radiator, which shocked me. <laughs> I sold the old expansion tank, which shocked me. How much? Uh, twenty bucks, and you can get a new one for like twenty six. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then the fan and shroud, the old fan and shroud, I sold also uh, to a guy that was just testing things before. He got his all aluminum radiator. Oh, that's a smart move. Yeah, it, I mean, but he's still, and it wasn't cheap. A cheap yeah, test, right, I don't think. Right, like, right. You might as well go with some ghetto. Yeah, brand. you might as well try or throw the, that money at the damn part. Uh, yeah, you and then buy. if it doesn't work, return it or ask for warranty replacement. What was he doing? Like a swap into something that's not taking the that doesn't normally take the E36 engine. To be honest, I didn't ask. I usually don't talk to the people that I'm selling oh, stuff to. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, like I don't ignore them, but I don't really have a conversation. So I don't know. I mean, he just said he would just wanted to use it to test his system before moving into the aluminum. And he had just upgraded his water pump, too. And I wonder if it was a swap. I mean, that'd I, be cool. Maybe. Like maybe. A Honda swap. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the type. He was an older Filipino guy. Okay. But who knows? Hey, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You, okay. n- you never know at all. So uh, the suspension is completely out of the car. And that was another really, really scary moment for me this week. So I'm taking out the control arms. Did you have Harbor Freight jack stands, John? Is that why? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Good. Oh no, it wasn't that bad. Luckily. Okay, good. Oh jeez. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, you know, I, I used a, I bought a ball joint puller. Yes. Right to press. Oh, the, I have one. Uh, well, I want to have my own. Okay, but yeah. I don't use it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> Damn it. Really? Uh, that sucks. Oh wait, no ball joint puller. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Anyways. Um. So I, I'm, I, I crank the tie rod end, and that was easy, right? So I get into the control arm, and because I was just taking things off, I didn't really go by the, the uh, Bentley manual. I just kind of started pulling things off. And I made the mistake of leaving the control arm last on the hub. It's the only thing holding on to the hub at this point. Okay. Right? So I'm cranking the ball joint puller uh, or pusher, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm cranking it. And, dude, I'm, I'm – It's I've on got, the car still. I, the hub is on the car it's still. It's on the car still. And I'm, cr- I'm, I probably feel over 100 pounds – of mm-hmm. torque yeah that i'm just cranking on this thing and mm. it's not coming out i'm loosening it cranking looking if i'm catching it somewhere yeah and i'm just like man so i put on my goggles and i'm just like all right let's just keep going slowly see what happens at least save my eyes oh yeah not dude. my skin <laughs> <laughs> so More i'm fingers. cranking it dude and it was like the loudest bang you've heard i mean i hadn't heard a, a bang that loud in a while okay Bang, and I'm like, ah, oh, man. So first I check, I'm like, all right, I'm okay. My hands are fine. My feet are attached. I'm good. Yeah. Next, I'm like, the hub is broken. Yeah. I, I broke this. This is, and luckily, nothing broke. It was just on there that tight. Oh, okay. I, th- I was sure that either the, the tool broke or the hub broke. Uh-huh. It was so damn loud. Wow. But the, I did the other side. And this time I did those things first, and it was like cake, dude. <laughs> it was cake. I was like, oh, that's stupid. There's always a right way to do things. Yes. And that's indeed. not the way I start with. Wow. Yeah, ever, man. Yeah, I've had adventures with ball joints that um, – go inside, son. <laughs> uh, I've had a, adventures with ball joints, and I just took an engineering hammer to it and just pounded the fuck out of it. Really? Yes. Took the hub off. And you were able to get it out. There yeah. was no way. I, I hit it with – a lot of things. Oh, really? Because I'm I have I have new ones, so I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just like I'm just smacking it and smacking it. 
nothing. Nothing. So I had to go buy that tool. And uh, luckily it worked, but it was scary, man. Yeah. That was that was the first moment I was like, oh, crap. When, when I did it with a hammer, I just swing the like distance of a baseball bat to get it out. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. So, yeah, you could do it. But you're laying on the ground. No, I took the hub off. Oh, really? Yeah, I laid it on its side. Yep. Damn. I had, it was just such a bitch. Damn. I'll never want to do that again, but I might have to. Yeah. I think that they make like pitchforks. Yeah, that are they do angled, that. so you could just wedge it in there and then yeah. presses it out. I think that might be better. Yeah, knowing you ruined the the ball joint essentially. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Oh, but those things are so bad, man. Yeah, they are. The, they're as that, old as the whole suspension. What? Yeah, none of that has been touched. I think it's all since, limp, right? Yeah, <laughs> since the car, it's limp. Everything is like shattered. Mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. grease is everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh man, I was like, damn. I, the previous owner, he owned that car however long he owned it. And didn't do any. I mean, it's had four previous owners. Okay, I was gonna ask. And that none question. of those things have been changed since they bought that car. I was like, man. So I mean, I'm happy I'm doing it. But yeah, there's, there's, it's a lot of nastiness. Man, that car's getting treated good. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel a little bad. Like, why am I putting this much time uh, into the into a car that could explode? You because know, it's so old. For your for the for that car, you will. The E, the M3 has a na- a status to it. It's like yeah. you're saving a Type R where they sold a lot of Type Rs. Right, right, you right. Know? If yeah, they had yeah. sold a lot of Integra Type Rs, you're basically saving that car. Right. So yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. If it was just like a normal Civic, you could argue that a little bit more. Yeah. But um. But that that the, does give me hesitation to kind of uh really go the full way with the race car thing oh meaning yes. like strip the car yeah right take it down to nothing but metal on the inside yes which is the plan uh-huh but maybe i'll slow it down a bit before i get there mm. uh in case you know for some reason i have to get rid of it who knows whatever you know i don't imagine that i'll ever get rid of it okay but it's just yeah i'm, I'm it's going through Almost every piece of that car is getting replaced. I mean, yes. a, a, except for the engine, right. right? Except for the engine, everything, everything is. I mean, I, I got a full power steering kit uh, that's going in. Uh, I was gonna get a new steering rack, but it's actually okay. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I don't know how much longer it'll give me, but I mean, and the hubs are staying, but new bearings, all new front suspension. Mm-hmm. But now I'm stuck because. I thought I had ordered something, and I actually had, but the order was canceled, and I never saw the oh, email. Oh, man. What part? So it was an oil pump nut, and <laughs> it was a oil pump shaft to rebuild my oil pump. Ah. Uh. Because um, there is there are incidents of shearing. On the now, bolt. Mm-hmm. On, the, on, the, on the shaft. Okay. And now, now I'm at a place where it's like, okay, it's not super prevalent and no other manufacturer makes a shaft already pressed into the gear so i don't have to worry about that piece because i I don't have no way of doing that yeah so i either wait for the part to be available for them to be able to do that it's not even available it's not i mean the part's available but i'd have to find a way to press it. oh oh or but then i started asking myself is the is the issue significant enough for me to actually spend, you know, $150 on this part 
and upgrade this oil pump? Or could I go with the more common approach where you use just the, reuse the you, damn oil pump? You reuse the same oil pump. Re, I already have uh, the pickup tube, the reinforced pickup tube that's going in there. I've got the wired oil pump nut because the oil pump nut is known for spinning off and losing oil pressure on the track and frying your engine. Okay. So I've already got those. Well, I don't have those pieces. That's part of the kit and I didn't get it. So that's why I'm stuck now. I can't do any because I want to do all this work in one day and put the oil pan back on so I don't leave the engine exposed for too long. Got it. Um, so that since this order was canceled and I didn't know, I'm digging through all the boxes of parts that I have and I'm like, crap, man. And I'm so happy I checked before I started. Yeah. Usually I get in there and I'm doing stuff and then I go to check and I'm like, ah, crap. But uh, but yeah, that that's where I'm stuck now. But if it were you and you were doing this build and you maybe like in the forums saw chances five six instances of uh of shafts that have sheared yeah would you spend the extra 150 bucks or would you chance it on uh on this particular specific car would you chance it and just do the oil pump nut trick so that doesn't come off and uh and chance, and chance it on the original on the oil, original oil pump. yeah and to take out the oil pump, you have to take the oil pan. No, you don't have to take the oil pan off, but you have to take the belts off. You have to take the oil pan off. Oh, you do? Yeah, you have to take the oil pan off. Oh, yeah. and this is your chance to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this For is my chance to do that. And is the part backordered or is it the kit that you want? Right. Is it backordered? I think because of Corona, their warehouse isn't open or their machine shop's not open, so they're not pressing them. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. If you have no foresight into when the this kit will come, yeah, I would buy the kit that's um, not assembled and get it assembled and put that in. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it right or do it or go home. You know what but I mean? Yeah. The thing is, like, since they the this is my thought process is since they are the the manufacturers of this upgrade. I don't trust any other shop machine machine oh, shop to press in to press it in a, appropriately. E even like a BMW shop. Yeah, I mean it's not. I don't know. Like I also don't know the specs. You don't get them until you buy it. Okay. So um, I, I don't know if there's there's specific specs that are easy to follow. But that's why I just wanted to buy it built already. I definitely would want to buy it built. Yes. But if if you're desperate. You get the one that's you do replace it is yeah. what I'm saying. But if you're not desperate, yeah. you just wait it out and wait for the kit to come into stock, which could be a while to your point. Yeah. But people are eager to make money because they need to. So yeah. they'll come back if they have any clout, reasonable clout. Maybe so, I'll uh Yeah, I mean now I have to wait because I ordered the oil pump nut. Did you look on like forums and stuff? If like some shop has it in stock, some store? No, yeah, online no, store. No, no, they're the only ones. Oh, yeah, they only sell for themselves. Yeah, they're the only ones. Which leads me to believe, also to believe that it's not that prevalent of a problem, because oh, usually multiple shops yeah. will have different solutions. Yeah, that, that they've come sense. up with to problems that they have. Yes, for the common problems. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Very, very true. So, so that's why I'm like, you know what? I, I think there, I'm going to just chance it. I have time to think about it still because I ordered some oil pan parts to replace that. 
but that's not going to come for like two weeks because I use economy shipping. So there's no Rock Auto alternative? No, no not for this. Zone. No, they, they'll sell like the stock one maybe, but that's the or one Or like a that, rebuilt. That's Would you buy one? a rebuilt one? No. No, you're not into the rebuild for, thing? I, I'll do rebuilt on certain things. But not you know, this. Even like a suspension. Sure. But not that. Yeah, not okay. that. Um, so then, yeah, you're just going to have to wait it out then. Oh, yeah, You're man. being rightfully so very specific about what you want yeah so do it right or go home yeah and then i also i i'm also in uh, another dilemma in which it's bolts versus studs jdm cars don't have this problem because they all have studs right but a lot of european cars have wheel bolts right that bolt into the hub um wheel bolts wheel bolts so you don't have like a a nut that screws onto a stud oh you put the bolt in you put the, the bolt into the hub yeah and you know how how do you put that on that's must the be studs? heavy yeah oh you, no how do you raise the car uh, or the wheel up and then put the so bolt in i have so they sell a pin bmw sells a pin <laughs> that you screw into one hole <laughs> So I can hold the wheel up. So you can hold the wheel up while you screw <laughs> you in the other. You knew when you were about to tell oh me. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, like it's. Oh god, man! <laughs> These cars, dude. I, I, I just. But it's it's cheaper for them to manufacture it this way, you know. To it's one part versus two, right? One bolt versus a stud and a nut. But a lot of track guys. Oh yeah, right. A lot of track guys will do a stud conversion right which oh, is basically do. a sc- double end screw oh going in going in that you put bolts onto yeah. right and that's you know because you're taking wheels off and on again it's better than damaging your hub yeah and then having to replace that yeah because it's easier to cross thread and you're lifting that heavy ass wheel right if you don't have your extra 40 dollar bmw pin yeah <laughs> but those also have a reputation of shearing on the track of breaking on the track the bolt the bolts and oh, there's man. people that are saying, oh, this is just user error. They're over-torquing them or they're using them for too long. You're supposed to replace them once a year. You're supposed to replace them once a year? Yeah, for track guys. Not for like a street car, but okay. for track guys. And and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, then why would I buy them? Why not stick to the bolts? I don't see as much that being as much of an issue with the bolts. Mm. I, you know, if as long as I'm careful, right, I won't mess up the hub, you know, like. It could be that, you know, one of those break, but... Well, they're doing something that it was not originally engineered to do. Exactly that, too. Yeah. That's the main problem that they're yeah. trying to do. I mean, if you're listening out there and you have experience with stud conversions on European cars, it doesn't have to be the E36, but preferably if it is, let me know your experience because yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm going back and forth because on the one side, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't have to have a pin with me to put on my wheel. <laughs> it's like an extra wheel lock that yeah. you have to worry about. Oh yeah, for sure. Exactly. Which I hate those too. Yeah. Um, and you know, if to clear coilovers, um, on the E36, I need to get a spacer in the front with the wheels that I have. Okay. And with the stock bolts, it's, it's safe. But as soon as you start extending bolts, right. You're probably at risk anyway. Yeah. You're fucking up your geometry. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I mean, should I just get the studs? I I mean, I don't know the geometry on the, on it's a 12 meter meter, 12 millimeter change is not significant. Okay. Um, and the wider track actually helps in those cars. Yeah. 
But the bolt issue is the one that I'm having. I don't I don't know what to do. And then when I heard that too, I had the same reaction that you did. Yearly? I'm supposed to replace these yearly? Yeah. I've never replaced studs. Ever. <laughs> yeah, on, you know, on any car I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, lifetime yeah. studs. Yeah. And I've, they're so easy to remove. Yeah, I've only only ever replaced either for wheel spacers or because I lost one. Did you break one ever? Never have broken one. I broke an American ones. Really? Yeah, we had a minivan, a, a conversion van, and I to- like I over-torqued it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that makes... I've over-torqued... I've over-torqued bolts. But it's just like a standard and length um, bar, so I don't know how I broke... I had the strength to break a lug, a stud... On a, on You're a, a powerful kid, dude. Maybe. Yeah. I no. I, I mean, I I had torqued a uh, uh, torqued one so hard that when I went to a shop to get my coilovers looked at because something was funky with them, the guy came into the office and said, "Hey, man, I'm hitting this with the longest breaker bar we have, and it's not coming off. Mm. It's like I'm gonna give it a go, but I just want you to know if it breaks." That's that's not on me. Are you okay with that? Shit. And I was like, shit, dude. I had just gotten my impact gun. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Just go for it. And he was able to get it off. Okay. But even doing that, yeah, I've never broken one. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know where to go. I, I could buy them from FCP Euro. They do sell them, which means that yearly... I could just get a lifetime replacement. <laughs> Yearly. Yearly. So your car would be on stilts for yeah, how I mean, long I, it I already used the lifetime replacement on spark plugs for the E36 M3, which I've driven like five miles. <laughs> but since I was taking that, all that stuff off anyway with the valve cover, I'm like, let's see if this works. <laughs> and surely enough, I paid four bucks to ship it back. And then they pay me out my $28 or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, I got a free set of new fresh spark plugs ready to fire up. That's cool. Yeah. That's worth it. But I I would stick to OEM geometry. For oh for your for for this M I think situation the, the thing about it's hilarious to me uh, the oh yeah well as a JDM guy it's hilarious geometry yeah but I mean in terms of the are you oh no I by mean the, the, uh, the engineering I would stick to the bolts okay or sorry the yeah the bolts for the sake of the engineering of the vehicle yeah it makes sense I'll trust I'll trust the German guy who designed it all day long but then it's also hard not to trust the track guy that's been using it for 20 years that's true you know there's a lot of them now that's and, true yeah and the forums really fuck with your head man do they yeah i mean it's it's just a clusterfuck of, of opinions of, 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 yeah dude <laughs> like this guy's like yeah and this guy's like no and the other guy's like maybe and yes yeah and it's it's just they they help none at all, they don't I help at all. Completely agree, because <laughs> yeah. I have my th- my ear to the ground on exhausts, and one came my way, a single uh, exit exhaust for the S two thousand, and I he came over to my in laws house. I heard it, um, online. Some kids say it's not loud. Yeah. Some of the older guys say it's loud and has drone. I felt like it both, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I didn't end up buying it because I just. It's hard to trust the forum. Right. For sure. Yeah. The, yeah. Even. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of good res- uh, research in there. Yeah. But there's a lot of reading. I sort of miss the days of blind purchasing. Do you? You know, like, because now it takes me forever. 
forever <laughs> to buy something, man. And, and yeah. it's for good reason. You know, you should Indeed. research. Indeed. You should know what you're getting. But, mm-hmm. man, like, I'll spend, like, seven, eight, nine days just, just yeah. thinking, yeah, thinking, no, maybe this, maybe that. And it's like a bushing. and i'm just like fuck i shouldn't think about this this much but yeah but i mean for for this this is sort of a dream come true in terms of building something so might as well exactly do it right or do it how i enjoy it exactly but let's move into our next topic which is the gatekeepers the The gatekeepers gatekeepers are back and normally for the gatekeepers it's where it's topic where you say you're not a real car guy if whatever True. Right. this week says you're not a real car guy if you're afraid to go to a car show car meet track day right and uh and we already discussed this off air quote unquote indeed before that we both agree right that uh that that is what a person that hasn't gone to a car show car meet track day thinks because we've been in those shoes yep and this is sort of a PSA to those people. Don't be afraid to 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 get in and enjoy the community and make friends in the community and really get started. No one's going to hate on you. Everyone's happy for you to be there. I mean, car guys, car shows especially, right? Everyone's there to get looked at. True. You know, so That's if you true. have a pair of eyes. Whether you're, you're the old guy oh, and the yeah. whatever, yeah. classic or not. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And if you got a stock Civic, whatever, everyone started somewhere. Yep. Right. We all had our first cars that were either not cars that you wanted or, yes. yeah. you know, pieces of crap or mistakes that you made. So uh, just be a little brave. Break through those negative ideas. Yep. Uh, we're, the community's not gatekeeping that hard. That's true. I think uh, I think you know, I was thinking about this before coming here. And I think that the 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 hate. Or the shit talking, not not really hate, kind of starts when you start taking it more seriously. Too seriously, you would maybe are, not maybe? too seriously, but I think once you start actually investing in and tuning your car, that's when the judgment begins, right? That's when it's like, okay, now you're playing the game. Yes. So we get to decide because I took a different path than you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, to decide. I have opinions. This is right. my, my opinions led to what my car looks like. That's right. You know, your right. opinions led to what your car looks like. Now we've got some differing opinions. Yeah. That's like let's, the evolution. Let's, yeah. Let's make that known. Right. <laughs> that's very much. But the as evolution. long as you're not out there flexing, you're right. You're not challenging anybody. Then, you know, come in, enjoy, get ideas. I think for me, car meets more than anything have been great places to find out what things sound like, what things look like that I want to get for my car. Ooh. So it's like the best buy. Oh (laughs) yeah. 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 And everyone's eager to make themselves heard, seen, whatever it is. Right. So you get a lot of ideas and inspiration of what to do and what not to do, you know, to your car, to the things that you want to do. So, you know, make sure you're researching car, car meets that involve your car types and, and go out there at minimum. You don't talk to anybody that day, but you heard different cars. You have a different understanding of the community. Maybe wow. the second time you go, you talk to somebody. You hit it right on the head because now that I'm shopping, there's so many options for certain parts. Yeah. 
it would make it easier to just have them all there. Oh yeah, do it and yeah. listen to all of them. Yeah, and anybody that you ask is gonna want to tell you, you know, exactly like, hey, what exhaust do you have, or why does it sound that way? What did you do to it? Yeah, and I'll give you the whole story from how when they bought the car. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's I, very true. I think uh, definitely make your way out there. Uh, I, I would love if within the next you know five to ten years we see the the late nineties, early two thousands movement come back. Mm. You know, that'd be awesome. Maybe what aspect of it? What do you mean? Just how big it was. Oh, that part. You know, just size. how big it was. Yeah. How big of a culture it was. How, yeah, how big of a culture it was. Now it's a fraction of that. So if people can get inspired, hopefully. I mean, we talk a lot about young kids not wanting to drive. So you know where that. it might get inspired is our generation's kids. Our kid, Yeah, our kids' generation. Sorry. Okay. When uh, those kids who grew up riding in our cars, yeah, they will have a nostalgic feeling about that car for sure. That's how it actually happens. I think you're right because our dad's je- well. I'll speak about my dad. I don't know about your dad, but my dad has no affinity to anything like about Fast and Furious culture, mm-hmm. right? Let's just call it that because it's the easiest way to describe it, right? Um, but I think because my kids getting a taste of it through me with like this shit, right. all three of them. I think that's where it carries through. But where'd you catch the bug? Uh, it wasn't Hot Wheels, like the guy that we interviewed that was barking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Hot Wheels, maybe Transformers or just, I don't know. So that's what I mean. Like Even before I, driving, I, mean, I was I, My eager. dad was the same way. Like I still, like I'll be in the garage and I'm, I'm spending a ton of time in there lately. And I'm like, my dad didn't do this. Yeah. I had no one. There was no one that I knew that did that. Maybe it was our. It was our because of our culture, our generation's culture. Yeah, maybe. That I mean, cars a, were a big thing. That for was us. a cool thing to do, yeah. and we stuck to it. Yeah, for right? sure. Oh yeah. Yes, we did. We never grew up in that aspect. Yeah. So there is still holdouts like us. Yeah. They buy the NSXs and the classic and the Porsches now. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. No, and that's generation, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's in our kid. It's in our kids that it'll be passed on. All right, that's good. Yeah, as long as it doesn't die. Indeed, I need people to buy my cars later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll outlast us. That's yeah, the arc- that's the thing too. Right? But let's move into your topic for this week: to rice or not to rice. Yeah. So speaking about the next generation, so my um, brother-in-law, he just turned sixteen. I do have a young brother-in-law. Okay. And his parents got him a ninety Civic. An- okay. From somebody we know. Okay. And I, uh, I'm i encouraging the kid. I bought him a, like hair clippers so he can cut hair. Okay. I'm not just giving him a piece of shit set of clippers. Right. So I'm trying to um, – basically what I'm saying is I'm trying to help him learn how to fish. Right. I was just going to use the <laughs> same the same yeah. damn line. Because uh, uh, that's how I like to mentor kids right. that are um, in my life or whatever. Just teach them how to you fish. You just want fucking free haircuts. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I prepaid for my haircuts by giving him a clip, a set of good clippers. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Yeah. So I got free haircuts <laughs> for a year, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, he has that Civic. Right. And he wants to mod it. Okay. But he's a, you know, a beginner's barber making, what, five, ten bucks per haircut to okay. his buddies okay. type of kid. Okay. Does he make, like, house calls? Uh, or does he have a shop? He People come to his... Um, the be- a bedroom that's in the downstairs. Oh, okay. Where it's like full service. It's full full service. In full there. service. Yeah, you full say. service. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Full service. You say. No, he he could do. Um, he can cut hair. Uh, 
but he's on that five dollar, ten dollar uh, haircut budget. Right, right. So the question and free in some cases. <laughs> free in my case because I gave him the tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, see, exactly. <laughs> so do he wants to mod? Okay. Do I encourage him by helping him buy shitty parts like eBay shit? On a, it's again, it's a ninety Civic, so it's easy to mod the fuck out of it off. So eBay. I'm gonna call you out a bit. Yes. The motherfucker should be saving that money. <laughs> For what? generally just, speaking yeah like i mean okay now we go now that we have that out of the way <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that's what you should that's be doing support, right that's a mature thing right do. but we're car guys so yes. when i was that age i was doing the same thing he wants an exhaust yeah okay and uh, the question is do i have him get the cherry bomb ebay exhaust or say save three to five hundred dollars and get a brand so if I were you, yes. I would teach him the ways of the, the proper ways. The proper way buying proper parts that hold value. eBay parts are just the road to that process. So you would just give him a shortcut there. That's right. What we learn buying eBay parts is that they're good for when you're broke and barely have any money and you just want to mod your car. And that's the thing. It's kind of like giving, uh, you know, giving them a cheap bicycle. First, right. First bicycle. Which right? in this case, it fits his time, right? The the, the age that he's at. It, it yeah, fits that, a, right? Under, yeah, eBay parts is a thing that you do. Right. You know, exactly. When you're starting He even out. already has a plastic tiny spoiler on it. From like a Hot Wheel that his friend glued onto his car. Are you serious? The yes. tiny one, the like super the, tiny, the dude, five like, inch one. Yeah, like a popsicle stick. Oh long. my god. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'd rather him have a real one on there, really. If if I'm being honest, but a uh, real eBay one or like real a real one? eBay one. Oh, okay. then the little one. I don't understand. Then, I don't understand that five inch thing. I've seen either. it on a few cars, and that's why I'm kind of worried. Is because I I feel like I ha- I want to guide him, but I want to get him you at can- least on the right path, even if it's on this budget mindset. It's like junkyard level, if not worse. eBay. I, I would, for you, I mean, I would explain your process and how you do things with mm. your cars and how you choose to navigate the used car space. Yes. But I wouldn't make, and recommendations based on, you know, experience that you have or research that you have, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't actually curate for him. Oh, okay. Right. Like, let him make his decision. Well, that's what I do. I say, yeah. do you want to wait and save or not? Yeah. And he's kind of like, well, I want one now. So I throw him a couple off of offer up. Yeah. Um, I say shitty parts will not might not fit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that comes with the gamble. Of yeah. That, and that you game. won't be able to resell it. It's scrap metal after <laughs> worse. You know, you it, they won't even take it at the, the scrap metal. Yeah, places. that's true. Yeah. So you're 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 SOL. Ooh, that's a very, very, very good argument. Yeah. So, I mean, but at the same time. I, I want to encourage the, I the passion, though. I didn't. I don't know if you experienced that life, the eBay life. I'm pretty sure you did. I didn't. I didn't, didn't really. put, like, APC taillights on my cars. I mean, I... I helped people do that. I, I never I dr- did. I dreamed, dreamt, spent days dr- daydreaming on eBay. Okay. Like, parts yeah. that were being sold there sure. that I wanted to have. Yeah. Right? And I enjoyed that period of, you know, kind of getting into car culture. Yeah, That's, you know, I, would I do it now? Absolutely not. I'm in a different place, but I thought it was a nice step into the car culture because it made it attain- obtainable. Okay, right? Yeah. Um. So if he feels like he can do a little more and he's stretching his money, maybe it's a lesson he can learn the hard way, but let's still enjoy it. That's you right. Because I learned right. it's I fully acknowledge that it's the hard way of learning the real lesson. 
is of modding go, your car. Right, going the right, cheap route and call, the, go with quality parts. You know, spend a little more. Yep. Um, but it was fun. You know, to buy you know five hundred dollar coilovers and right. You know, eighty dollar. Uh, what is it? Lawnmower exhausts. Mm-hmm. You know, cheap getting them welded wheels. on. Yeah. Right. You know, nothing that bolts on in the exhaust. You yeah. know, a cheap eBay cold air intake. A cheap shifter. Short yeah, shifter. cheap cheap short shifter. Yeah, yeah, everything rattles after a few months. <laughs> you know, but it's it, I don't know. I think those are the experiences that make you. You mm-hmm. know, I I didn't hate that time. I still don't hate that time. Yeah. You know, I but it's, I but I also never thinking about it. I never thought of the window shopping negatively. Oh, and not being you know, able to afford. Yeah. You, you like it's, it, it always felt like I'm eventually going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm eventually going to do that. I'm eventually going to do that. And so it was a, it was a, it was motivating. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I sometimes, I almost want to say just stay away and let him have his own adventure. Okay. You know, like it wouldn't have, you know, minimal input, you know, just make sure he's not, diving off the deep end you know what i mean <laughs> but you know kind of let him find out for himself what what the world is about you know that's I, I i really enjoy discovering everything i have up to this point that's a good point yeah i like that uh, that i like that angle a lot yeah that's probably the route i'll go yeah actually the, the way you just be the, that just way. the you be the sage wise man that yeah. comes in like every like biannually you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. says something wise and inspires him to i feel like i know a lot when i'm around him because he doesn't know shit it's surprising I've, I've had the same experience with you know friends or whatever that are asking about the stuff that i'm doing to the e36 yes and i i feel ignorant as hell i feel that at any moment i'm gonna mess something up yeah you know, that i barely yeah. know enough yeah about what i'm doing yes and then you start talking about it and you're like, you know what? I've picked up a lot along the way. Yeah, absolutely you know, correct. I'm not I'm not an A certified mechanic, but I can figure things out. I, I would feel I if somebody said to me, oh, could you help me build my E36? I without a doubt would would be happy to help. And mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't even think twice. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people on the forums, too. that complain about how hard certain things are. OK. And it hasn't been that difficult up to this point. OK. You know, I think in a smaller car, it's a lot easier. Not having the space or not having that's the, true. Also, it helps that it's an extra car that I can leave extra down. car. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, the biggest yeah. thing, which I have to acknowledge. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be that douchebag. Fair enough. But let's get into our last topic of this episode, sub or dub. And I earlier I referenced uh, initial D and that is because I've been rewatching the series and it's it's on. It's my on. It's on Hulu. Oh yeah, and I, I, it's the, it's what I put on when I'm working in the garage. Ah, oh, that's so right? awesome. It's, yeah, oh, dude, I love it. You know, yes. take a break, watch a race. And yeah. Um, but because I'm working and I have to listen, I'm listening to it dubbed now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have ass, to. Yeah. My ass doesn't know Japanese. Yes. Right, and I can't read while I'm under the car, so yes. it has to be dubbed. And then that got me thinking, like. It's not that bad. So, oh, right. You know, you yeah. being, you watch Gundam, you know, I know you've watched Initial D. I don't know what other anime or mm-hmm. manga, manga you watch. Yeah. Um, what wins for you, sub or dub? I like, um, I like dubbed. 
when I'm feeling lazy. Yes. Which <laughs> which is often. <laughs> or if yeah, that's true. Or if the show is really busy visually. Okay. And I got to get my eyes off of the freaking words. Right. I prefer to watch. Yeah. So that's my main thing. And a lot of those cartoons are like that. Yeah. They're cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they're manga doesn't yeah. mean they're not cartoons. Oh, they're cartoons. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I watched Naruto. I've watched um, Attack of the Titan. Attack on Titan. Uh, I read yeah. actually more than I watch. Oh, okay. Because it's faster. Okay. And I'm all about speed. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, optimizing yeah. my time. I'm all about speed. So I will read yeah. the fuck out of really yeah. yes oh, okay because you get ahead in the story faster i didn't know that yes i've never uh, clearly because they, they've to read got it. fillers like a motherfucker oh which might be okay for initial d because you get to see races if they do but i don't think they do yeah i mean there's a lot of this like yeah fluff and talk and yeah chatter. and like the i get it the high school relationships as part that of that but i'm just like ah, you know the races are what get me going yes you know? so they've they do have to fill it with that yeah stuff. yeah i get and it I don't care for that that much. So, uh, and this well, you is, get to see that. This racing. is actually you're educating me now. So, uh, could I buy the initial D series in in book form? Mm-hmm. I could. I have one upstairs. What? Just one, literally one. I bought in Portland because I was there. I was like, I gotta buy how, a book. How how many books is a season? Oh, dude, I don't even know. Oh, okay. But it's it's weeks worth of chapters in one book. Uh, it'll take you a week uh, maybe to get like, through no, them. No, no, I'm saying it's for, let's say, during the actual... Oh, the um, actual timeline of the story. Of the writing, when you when they would come out, they were coming out weekly. Okay. So you've got like, let's so say... It's, it's comic books. Five or six bound weeks in one. So you get to get a lot of info in one book. Okay, so it's six books. It's six chapters in one book, let's Okay. Say. So you get a lot of content, like a month and a half's worth of content in one book. And there's like, let's say, 40 volumes, 50 volumes. Interesting. Overall. I feel get, like that's, that's fast. Some, that's, I feel like that's something I would want to have. Yeah. But the, the manga, you get to see the actual race happen. Yeah. It's just they even that they kind of fluff. So for me, it's just get to the point, you know? Yeah. I'm kind of, I kind of got moments of that, which is why it's nice to have it as a background garage thing. Right. Because like. All of a sudden, there's a race, and I'm like, "All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm gonna sit here for a bit and just watch this happen, even yeah. though I know exactly what happens. You know, it's just fun to watch." So, for your original question, dubbed, dubbed, interesting, make life easier. I think the the purest, right? The uh, is subbed, right? Absolutely. That's, for so long, I was told, "Yeah, no, you gotta watch it subbed. It's dubbed is the way to go." Uh, I agree, but I think they do a good job of dubbing. But out of sheer laziness. I won't. <laughs> or I just don't watch the show at all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Naruto, I never finished watching because I just didn't have the time anymore. Well, to read? To watch and read. Oh, okay. Because I have, do prefer... Have your sons watched any? No. No. Uh, but I ha- I do prefer the Japanese voices in Naruto a lot. And so I'll actually only endure that uh, subbed. Oh, uh, okay. I won't watch that. Dubbed. Yeah, the the all the voices tend to sound funny. To yeah, they just it's just not right. Yeah, the, so, the casting's all off. But like uh, initial D, I'll I'll watch that. Yeah, dubbed. you should, all man. It's, it's dope. Have you watched the movie live action movie? I have not watched a live action movie, and that was going to be next on my list. I was going to ask you if you had watched it. <laughs> I've watched bits and pieces. It's Is cringy. It, I also was going to say like, and it's, it's Chinese really it was made in hong kong with hong kong chinese actors and as an asian like you as a latino 
may or may not know what a Mexican is versus a Guatemalan. Right. But we as Asians definitely know Japanese versus Korean. Right. It, it, it doesn't feel right. So they, you know, and in this case, it was Chinese. It's not even Korean. It's Chinese. And so it just the Chinese actors speaking Mandarin. Oh, really? Yeah. It was in Mandarin. Yeah. What the hell? That's so weird. Right. And as an, you know, an ethnic person from a different part of the world. Yeah. You, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That's strange. It's like, why would an Argentinian call themselves Mexican? Yeah. Or I, act like, like one. I mean. I, I, I thought that fine, like it's it's being made in China, right. but at least in Japanese. Yes. That no. would make sense to me. It's like to me it's it's almost no diff it is no different than if the Chinese were to make a like Avengers movie. Right. Using all Chinese people in Chinese. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And that's actually also why Disney in Asia Trips me out a little too much. <laughs> what do you mean? They got Asian people like in their Disney's. Oh, really? Disney theme parks. Yeah. Oh, the theme parks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like just like Asian Aladdin and the and workers. It. Yeah. And it's harder to buy. <laughs> you Have you been? I just see the fo videos and I have no desire to go even uh, when I'm there. I don't even want to go to Disneyland here. So, yeah. Fair enough. Well, so I, I think we both agree with Dub then for dub. sort of similar reasons. Yes. Uh, one, for initial D dub. to work and to be lazy. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. But that is our episode. Howdy fun. It's John. You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you have anything you want to tell us, scream at us about, ask questions about, info at 91octane.com. Randy, any last words? Shout out to Initial D. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, now. dude. I was so happy to see it pop up as my suggested. I was nice. Like, oh, hell, I'm going to watch this. All right. Yeah. Good night. Good night. night.